Listener Production. It's like a tradie posting a view of their construction site with the caption, Office for the day, from wherever you are right now. It's Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Bloody confusing weekend for me, Matt. Oh, yeah, okay, what happened? Well, I'm running for Wannan, right? Big election Uh. called yesterday, finally. At the latest day, constitutionally, it can be <laughs> it yep. can be called. Sip of that milkshake right to the bottom. Did you enjoy ScoMo's video? Is that what happened? No, that was fine. Not confusing. What was confusing is there's a town in the electorate of Wannan called Hamilton, right? Yeah. Buddy, Hamilton was going around the F1 track yesterday in oh, Melbourne. So everyone talking about that. I've been talking about Hamilton. And also the musical Hamilton's on and everyone oh. keeps saying Hamilton's really good. And I'm like, I know, but which one? Which one? Generally, like, three or four conversations I've had to clarify what people are on about. Well, I went to the show, the Royal Easter Show, on Saturday. Oh, mate, I saw a rough day to be a Dagwood at the Royal Easter Show (laughs) when they see Big Daddy O'Kine walking in. Oh, oh, mate, those show Dagwoods hit different, mate, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) They hit different. She dipped it in the sauce and and she said anything else. I said, more sauce. (laughs) She double dipped right down into it, wrist deep in it. But I tell you what, running the gauntlet, mate, going to a show, middle of an outbreak, torrential rain. Here's the question, big question, serious question, did I get COVID? I don't know, man, that's up to you. Did you get your booster all right? You booked that in? Bro, I got absolutely bullied by my booster. Oh, Oh, mate, I got spanked like a naughty little boy, honestly. (laughs) I was shivering all night. Like, Belle thought I was laughing because I was in bed just shaking. Oh, no. She's like, what's so funny? I'm like, I'm freezing. But anyway, I feel good now. I hope you're right now. It is a big Monday show. We're going to get into it in a moment. Ron is in here. She's doing some clickfish. It should be good times. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Let's go. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Now, Matt, I remember growing up, the first time I sort of started cooking as a teenager, right? So, what can I cook? And a good suggestion was made, pasta bake, right? Oh, yeah. Cook some pasta. Pretty boil, simple. Boil it up, right? Because you get one of those sauces that you can do. Pop that in. Oh, yeah, the maybe a little bit of onion. You know, any veggies you want. I think I didn't go with many to start with. No. And then I your would... great cheese over the top. Beautiful browning up. Delicious. Oh, my mouth's watering right now. Exactly. So cook it up, bring it out of the oven, taste it. It was like, this is not too good. There's not much flavour in this. Didn't put the pasta sauce in. Um, it was plain pasta. The thing that made me make the meal, the pasta bake, the essential item, was left out and it was just dry pasta with cheese. Um, it wasn't as good. Left out the crucial ingredient, um, which was a bit of a faux pas, but not as big a crucial error of leaving something out as uh, what happened recently in New York, where big posters for the upcoming Hollywood film starring Nicole Kidman and Alexander Skarsgård, The Northman, were plastered around subways. Nicole looking very Scandinavian in there. There's another Alexander looking like a Viking. Only problem is, got them on there, no title to the film. <laughs> I saw this. Anywhere on the poster. Do you know what's weird? I mean, I saw that the, the headlines... On news.com.au were like, you know, epic mistake made on poster. Yep. So I was just looking for like, 
I was like looking like did they you know misspell Nicole's name wrong yeah. or is there a wardrobe malfunction? Bjork or something like that. Like I was like, is that, is no. that what's happened? But it's got all the actors up the top. It says conquer your fate. I guess there's a bit of a tad line. It's got the actors' photos. And then underneath it says only in theaters April 22. I don't know so, if it's like we need viral publicity. Does leaving it off, everyone laughing at you and putting it in a little there? Articles get more publicity than the poster well, itself? I'm not it, sure. It did because I wouldn't have been talking about this movie. <laughs> There's no way I would have talked about this movie. But now I, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. I know that that's coming out, The Northman. <laughs> so I would have walked straight past. I wouldn't have even noticed the title if I had seen that poster. So yeah. I think it's brilliant. We should start doing this for all of our stuff. Just not even ha- – let's leave our name off the posters. Let's leave our faces. <laughs> Let's just have a blank page in the subway. I'm sure Matt people Alex. will talk about it. That could be good. Well, we did ask you, what crucial thing did you forget to do? And uh, some people got in touch. Bert said, a mate got members stand passes at the SCG for all our friends. I wore shorts and they denied entry for everyone. What? Oh, God, jeez. I'd laugh, Bert. A panting Except person. Except I'm sitting opposite a goddamn clown <laughs> who had the exact same situation happen to when, when the first time we went to the big day out together back in... 2014. Oh, no, but that was... Me and you rocked up to a Gold Coast nightclub and they wouldn't let me in without pants. Yeah, me, you and Ollie Wards, we all had to go back to the hotel so you... Oh, no, you didn't even bring pants on the whole trip. We went to the Gold Coast. Who thinks they're going to need pants on the Gold Coast? You need pants at night at some stage. No, like, no I refuse that. That was a stitch-up. But anyway, you were allowed oh in. I just God. couldn't go in. So it's a bit annoying that for the SCG members, they don't even let you, now that you've associated with a non-pant wearer, they don't <laughs> let you in. Erica sent us a message on Insta. I forgot to put the garter on at my wedding. <laughs> Made for an interesting garter throw at the reception. I'm not sure what? we have got to throw there, Erica. What does what does the garter do? I thought it held up your stockings or something. Bron, what's a garter? This is one of those terms that we're probably not exactly sure what <laughs> it is. Like a, a sh- cami. At the moment, it's just, I think in modern day times, it's just a thing you wear around your leg as for something to throw. I hate the tradition of men going up the dress and the, in front of Looks all the family. Grotty, being, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not so for what, me. Oh, so the guy goes up and like... Takes it. What does he do it with his he teeth? Do, or yeah, something? That's yeah, what he does. yeah. She's he really. So like, she's sitting on the chair, the bride traditionally, <laughs> and then the guy would go up with his teeth and pull it off, and then throw it oh. to a crowd of single men. I feel like I just, I just, I feel like it's ripe for some, you know, TikTok video where something goes really wrong in that situation. The garter throw. Yeah. Well, Mason sent us another one. My friend's dad and his mates would play the lotto every week using the same numbers. Oh, no. One oh, week, no. all their numbers came up. It was the only week he asked his no. wife to buy it and she forgot. No. Okay. Oh, I'm going to put that down to just a urban legend, Mason, I reckon, because you, that's the only way I could handle that if that actually happened. Cam's also on the phone. Cam, you forgot something crucial on a plane. Oh, so crucial. Um let, let me quickly just paint the picture. Right. Uh, the last wedding in the family, five kids, youngest brother. So four got married and the fifth one was about to join everyone. Yeah, fifth one's about to join, the last Jeez. one. Good strike rate. Yeah, great strike rate. So anyway, me and the older brother were on the plane. We're flying over, having a great old time. We land in Brisbane and um, just walking out with our bags, having a good old chat. And the brother goes, hey, it's a bit, it's a bit cold in Brisbane. Oh, I didn't even bring a jumper. And I was like, oh, I've got a jumper in my suit bag looking around 
No suit bag. Oh, no. And uh, I'm thinking mm. to myself, my wedding suit's in there and I'm a groomsman. Oh, dear. This is, oh. is going to go down really well, isn't it? Because um, you've all got to look the same, don't you? Yep, and these are custom fits, you know. We're, we're tall. We're tall boys. We're six foot four. Um, oh. can, I can't walk into Ed Harry. Is Ed Harry still a thing? Um, <laughs> do, they, do they still have Ed Harry? I, I remember Ed Harry. I bought a oh. few of those polos back in the day. <laughs> I'll tell you what, my two best mates, Ed Harry and Roger David back in the day. Exactly, I tell you. So I turn around, I bolt back in, run to the virgin chick, and I'm just like, hey, I need you to get my suit bag off the plane. And um, she, she's sort of looking at me going, I don't think we can do that. That plane's probably getting towed away. Yeah. So I put the puppy dog eyes on, tell her I need to. My brother wedding can't happen unless I've got this suit. And um, 40 minutes later, this lady comes running down with my suit bag. <gasps> and she's like, here you go. Look, just don't do this again because that plane's now going to be 40 minutes delayed. <laughs> oh, you're so, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Is that um, really good or really bad customer service? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think you'd say yes. You'd leave five stars. Um, yeah. I tell you what, if, if she asked anyone on that plane, hey, guys, uh, is everyone cool if we just stop? Yeah. I would have burnt the suit there and then. I would have said, tell that man there is no suit. It's gone. Yeah, tell it against stuff. You forgot, <laughs> oh, mate. Wow. That's your fault. Wow. <laughs> Congratulations for, uh, yeah, having the best puppy dog eyes in the biz. Exactly. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> I need you to negotiate a few things for me, Cam. Thank you very much, mate. We'll catch you next time. No worries, boys. Cheers. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. I smell toast. Well, Matt, did you have any plans for the 21st of May? No, I did check the diary. There's nothing in there, um, which is good news apparently because, yeah, this whole election schmozzle has uh, finally been announced. And on the 22nd, uh, Alex Dyson could be packing the suitcases for Canberra because I am running Ooh. at this election. Um, no matter where you are in Australia listening or even overseas, make sure you're enrolled to vote. I think you've got one week from the announcement. So you've got one week to get on aec.gov.au. Make your vote count. It's incredible. The people that aren't enrolled that are out there, if they all voted, it would change everything. <laughs> Why did it take so long to announce it? What's the deal with that? Well, because the government gets to choose when it is, inevitably they're going to try and choose it at a time that is most advantageous for them. Um, how do they know when it's the most advantageous? It's probably when they're leading in the polls or they've got good vibes around them. Unfortunately... <laughs> The government has been unable to string together a few good weeks, get up in the polls, and then think, right. now's the time to strike. Hence, potentially, we're at the, uh, the final moment, but a long campaign, which means that the current government is going to try and bounce back in the polls, which are showing that on a two-party basis, people are looking at an alternative at the moment. Well, let's make this a campaign trail. How about this? I was in Port Ferry over the weekend, and it was really nice. Like, I'd rock up and go, hey, I'm Alex, I'm running as Independence. Like, oh, I've seen your signs around. I'm like, sick. It's a, it a really great upswell because it is a grassroots 
sort of movement, if you're an independent, you're sort of coming from the bleachers. You're like me at Melbourne Comedy Festival when I used to have to hand out my flyers. Yeah, basically. And then <laughs> hey, what did you do? One best newcomer. And so that's what I'm hoping to do, win best newcomer at uh, the House of Representatives <laughs> this year. So make sure you enrol to vote. Don't do it like me and share it with Ronnie Chang. No. Oh, that, I don't want to have two members from the same... <laughs> that'd be weird. Although it'd be sort of a, a Matt Damon and Jeff Daniels type film, I think, if you had to be tied together whilst going through <laughs> Parliament. <laughs> but anyway... Parliament bros. I, are you like, the, like, oh, that would be so funny. Two-party preferred or something. I don't know. They'd come up with some random name. But honestly, for, as far as um, chats go, I was talking to someone in a town recently and they got emotional talking about the struggles of getting workers in that town. You know, these people, so many people, and particularly in one, are running small businesses and it's been such a struggle to get workers and when you find one, there's nowhere for them to live. And so on a policy side of things, it's been called as an independent to put housing at the front of my campaign. But um, it's also good to chat to the people that you, because I grew up there, that you know from the area. And I was very lucky at a public meeting. There's about 20 people turned up and grilled me in Warrnambool, one of which... I recognised his voice. It was Ray from Warnable's 3YB. Now, Ray's a voiceover artist, Matt. And occasionally people approach us and say, you've got a good voice for radio, but I don't know about you. That's always after they already find out on radio. Ray, you could tell he had a good voice from the outset. Mm, okay. Can we get a little bit of Ray's audio? Let's see what Ray had to say. And it is an absolute honour to meet what I consider growing up in this town the voice of Warrnambool, Ray Lockheed from 3YB, who has one of the best radio voices in the world. Well, listen, that's wonderful for you to say so, and uh, thank you for the compliment. Uh, it's what? been amazing. I mean, I've been to 3YB since about 1982, so that's a long that's, time. That guy's I've been not doing real. Uh, down memory lane on Sunday nights since um, 1987, so there we go. It's a long time. <laughs> um, one final request, if you would be so kind of me, Ray, would you mind saying, authorised by A. Dyson Warnable? Authorised by A. Dyson Warnable. There you go. I don't even, I can't even figure out what that guy's head looks like. <laughs> I just, I feel like he's just a voice he's that exists. just a voice. It's incredible. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was very nice to chat to Ray and a bunch of locals there in Warrnambool about uh, all sorts of things, aged care, education. It's nice. It's nice to get out there. Now that the, uh, you know, you've been running a marathon these last few months and uh, now that the date's set, time to put your sprinting shoes on because uh, it's a race to the finish. We're very excited for you and we, we're excited to keep track of how it all goes for you in the lead-up to the May 21st election. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. All Day Breakfast. Mmm, drippy. Click, click, click. Click, click, click. Clickfish. Clickfish. With producer Bron. Yes, we like to get menial on a Monday with our incredible producer, Bronwyn Doizak, who brings through the uh, weirdest clickbait articles of the week. G'day, Bron. Hello. Tell you what, don't ever slap someone at the Oscars because the headlines just keep on coming. My God. I mean, Will Smith made headlines in two forms. One with his fingers on Chris Rock's cheek, but the other <laughs> one has just been the fallout over the last couple of weeks. So I'm guessing that you, between all of the discussions about Will Smith, his partner, Jada Pinkett Smith, their relationship, Chris Rock's responses, etc., that's still going on two weeks later... What possibly did you find in the news that wasn't revolving around that? 
I've managed to dodge it. So this first one uh, is from news.com. Headline, Selena Gomez makes jaw-dropping confession. (laughs) Now, does this have something to do with having sex with short men? (laughs) No. (laughs) Did you see articles about that? There's a lot of short There's a lot of short men energy at the moment. Short king um, articles are (laughs) popping up. They are. Do you know about this, Daiso? I have not heard any short king articles, which is surprising <laughs> given I am a short king at about 178, 79 centimetres. I would describe you nah, as a that's short that's not king. short king. Yeah. Not a short king? No. There was an article on news.com.au yesterday that said, you know, the headline was, we like having sex with short men. And it's all about this new Tom Holland, Zendaya relationship that's popping off mm. in that Zendaya is taller than him. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, there seems to be this whole resurgence of power to the people, Mm -hmm. women who are taller than their partners. Why is it focusing on the short king and not the tall queen? Why is this? Good point, Alex Dyson. Mm. Good point. Hmm. Bron, what are are your thoughts? Um, I'm neither a tall queen or a short king, so I feel like I can't (laughs) weigh in on this. All right, so what's happening with Selena Gomez? She made a jaw-dropping confession. That's what Uh, they are. All right, better get Um, the tape ready. I'm going to strap my... (laughs) Mandible together to make sure that it doesn't... Like a crocodile mouth when you're around people. (laughs) Tape your jaw shut, because here it comes. The greyhound muzzle. What have we got? So in a recent interview with Good Morning America, she said this. I haven't been on the internet in four and a half years. I haven't been on the internet in four and a half years. I've been on the internet in like four and a half minutes at a time. (laughs) We're on it now. We're using it to uh, see each other. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm guessing that she means she hasn't surfed the internet, not that she hasn't used it in some capacity, because surely she has. I'm sure she has. She's like the fifth most followed person on Instagram. Um, she's got Does someone else run her Instagram? She says she sends her assistant photos and captions and then the assistant uploads them. Okay. Via old text or like an iMessage because that's sent via... <laughs> that's the internet. That's no, it. No, look, like I said, she doesn't say she's not using the internet, but she, does, she doesn't She does surf it, I'm guessing. And I and I, I somewhat believe her. I, for someone yeah. like mm-hmm. Selena Gomez, what is she going to get from the internet aside from all of the knowledge in the history of the world? <laughs> <laughs> well, she says she sometimes watches CNN... And what I found out, like, really interesting about this, she says she stays informed about world news from an older woman that I'm really close to. I don't know what that Uh-oh. means. Hillary? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think that would be like there's some secret club going on. She's part of the stonemasons or something, her and Hillary just bunkering down. Okay, what? Oh, man, that does sound like it's the, the start of a film. Does she have to hike for kilometres to talk to this older woman? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Up steep inclines and in caves. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't well, be shocked. Well, that's interesting. Well, good on her. Good on her. And I and I think we could all go a little bit Selena. Well, it would end this entire segment. But um, <laughs> look, we'll, we'll think about it, Bron. Let's go search more Gomez. <laughs> you know, Bron. Next week, could you bring in three topics from three older women you talk to? <laughs> <laughs> I'll see what I can do. All right, well, up next, <laughs> what have we got, Rod? This one's from Pedestrian. Headline, please spare a thought for this poor guy who attached his STD test results as a job cover letter. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, you got to select the correct PDF when you are putting the cover letter on. Was it like, where was the confusion born from, Ron? I think it was, he said he has... Um, 
ADD, so his multitasking is always on happening and then he just got confused, I think, and uploaded something was, by accident. Was he applying for a job at the uh, the cannery at SPC? <laughs> I don't get Why that. Why is that? I don't get that. Well, the job at SPC sent in his STD due to his ADD. <laughs> Oh, my God. On his CV. Yeah, fair enough. Look, at least whoever was reading it would have gone, oh, well, it says this man's positive. (laughs) That's a good trait to have, right? (laughs) Actually, I don't know. Maybe he wasn't positive on any of them. Were they embarrassing results or was it like squeaky clean? Squeaky squeaky clean, but he said it was his dream job at his dream company and he really, really wanted it. Um, He never heard back from them. I wonder why. But um, he he was squeaky clean. Mm. Which is just, you know, a good reminder. Always good to get checked. Maybe don't share it with <laughs> maybe don't share it around. Absolutely. Well, you're absolutely right, Bron. Uh, thank you very much for coming in and giving us a little bit of clicking. And uh, we will see you very, very soon. Thank you. And thank you for listening to All Day Breakfast today. It's been an absolute pleasure making your acquaintance and spending time with you. You can always catch us on at matt.and.alex or mattandalex.com.au. We'll catch you tomorrow. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. Listener.